Happy Mother's Day! <laughs>that those who are just anxious and curious about life yeah it's for you yeah so we're gonna talk about some new things we're gonna talk about some old things we are going to try to change your perspective on things but we also want you to share your perspective on what we're talking about so happy mother's day Day. First of all, welcome. Welcome to the Happy Mother's Day podcast. Um, we never introduced ourselves. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Hi, hey, guys. girl. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> she is. The Beyonce. The Beyonce. Um, Hi, guys. We're not going to do it because we didn't do it with any yeah, of them. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome back to the Happy Mother's Day podcast where we talk about all the things Related to all the things. Everything, as they um, say in the DMV. Yeah, and we're just some really good girlfriends that have decided to share life with each other. Yeah. And yeah, we're here documenting the entire process. So today, we are going to talk about outside opinions and how that influences our lives. Everybody got one. Everybody wants to share theirs. Um, but... You know, I don't know. Dealing of out, dealing with outside opinions, has that been an issue for me? It has. As much as I don't want to admit it, I think it has. I think it shapes a lot of the things that, you know, we choose to do and we choose not to do. On a, I guess, not as serious example, we were just talking about how I just moved into my house. And, you know, because we kind of show our life on social media, a lot of people are like, oh, are you going to hire an interior designer? Mm-hmm. Are you going to do all these things? Like, I'm sure. I remember somebody said when we first shared that we were building a home, be like, oh, I'm sure your mansion is going to be beautiful. No. What? <laughs> like, now I feel pressure. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially because we shoot out of our home. I'm like, you know, my house has never looked like a model home as much as I would like for it to. <laughs> we just don't live a model home lifestyle. Yeah. So I, I will say that I've felt, you know, pressure, you know, creating certain rooms and making them look a certain way. And I was just telling Shaw that, like, we have, like, a living room in the front. And I wanted to turn that into, like, an office. But I also wanted to create space for, like, the girls to be in the room. Like, I wanted it to be more of a homey, workable space than, like, a like a space that's just for show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, And I would love, like I said, I would love to have, like, that model home, like, home out of a magazine kind of look, but I I don't think it'll work. 
But who's to say your home isn't the model home? That is true. Right? It's that outside. Yeah, you know, your home is it's lived, yeah, yeah. it's happy, mm-hmm. it's peaceful. Yeah. There's shoes at the door. Yeah. It's welcoming. Mm-hmm. As soon as I walk in, I kick my shoes yeah. to the left because yeah. that's where all the shoes are. <laughs> so why isn't that yeah. the model? I never thought about it that way. You know, it's like it's that. the outside opinions that impact our decisions and they really don't have a place. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I have I am impacted or I at least I have been over the years by the thoughts of others um especially when I was like dealing with wanting to be perfect in everything mm-hmm. in every way um mm-hmm. and so what you know I know that for many um sometimes that's perpetuated in the home um or with social media mm-hmm. you know things come up I've dealt with it by remembering, you know, who I am and what I want for myself Mm -hmm. and allowing that to guide me as I make decisions. Um, I remember it coming up with like my parenting, like, Mm -hmm. you know, me choosing to breastfeed Queenie and none of the women in my family had done Mm -hmm. that. Um, and they did not want to necessarily see me doing it. Wow. Um, and I remember that's an added layer to that. That's an added layer. Um, and just, you know, not shying away from the decision that I made Mm -hmm. and making whomever feel uncomfortable or they would have to learn how to get Mm -hmm. comfortable with the decisions that I was making. So that was one example, like Mm -hmm. in motherhood. Um, but even, you know, I, I touched on it a little bit, like growing up. My mom didn't say a lot. I knew she wanted me to go to the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so even, you know, that, her input in that space, again, yeah. it wasn't a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. but um, you you feel like there's this inherited pressure um, that, yes. and that, that forces you to at least entertain the, some of the outside opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you make decisions, like especially going into adulthood and then oh, motherhood yes. That's, um, yeah. around like where you should be mm-hmm. at a certain age mm-hmm. or, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm dating, it's beautiful, it's, it's peaceful, but I am not like, ex- I don't want to get married. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> and you're like, just say it. I know. Um, you know, I, I, that's how I feel today, right? Yeah. I am not like, oh my God, we have to get married. Mm-hmm. But then there are these outside opinions from friends who love me very much. I've accepted the fact that you don't <sighs> want to get married. She has, but there are plenty that have not. Yeah. And yeah. they have this idea of what my life should look like mm-hmm. or, you know, their opinions. I have one child. I'm very happy with that. I enjoy that. Well, it's, you should have another. There's this great guy, you know. So mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. for me, it's that. Those are the opinions mm-hmm, now. It's not around, mm-hmm. like, my career and education. Yeah. It's, like, my life as a woman yeah. and what happens <laughs> next. And, you know, I mean, my little sister, I love my baby sister so much. Um, but this one wants this 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 married life for mm-hmm. me so badly that this one will send me memes like this look this reminded me of you two and I'm is like, she married no <laughs> and I'm like she's living by here just relax mm-hmm. like there are other things you know that that is not yep you know so outside opinions for me right now look like that that that's where the emphasis is in my life. 
Yeah, I was one of those friends, I admit. But mm-hmm. I, you know what helps me accept that? I had a con- I've had a lot of conversations with my mom. We were talking offline about just all the gems that my mom, I don't know, it's something about our relationship ever since I became a mother mm. that was rocky at first, but now <laughs> it's like, I feel like some of like the mom stuff, I just roll, like, mm-hmm. like whatever. But we have some like really good conversations because she's been in a serious relationship for quite a few years. I think Emery's entire, at this point, I don't even know how long it's been, but it's been long. And I asked her, um, she said something about, she's like, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to get married. And I just asked her why, not like a pressure mm. thing. And she's just like, because I'm happy. She's like, when you get married, it changes, you know, the relationship, it changes the dynamics, it changes the expectations. My mom lives on her own. Her boo lives on his own. They come together sometimes. You know, sometimes they're together every day. And sometimes they're not, you know. And I'm just like, okay. like, okay. It's beautiful. I get it. I get it. And I also, <laughs> I see how happy you guys are. Yeah. And, like, y'all are going to do what's best. Because it really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Whatever is best for y'all is best yeah. for y'all. I'm going to be here anyway. Yeah. I'm going to be here anyway. Yeah. But, no, you saying that and and just just the topic of outside opinions um, I've really been struggling with people's expectations of what my career should look like now. I know mm. we didn't talk about this before, but it just came into my mind. Ever since I left, a lot of people are like, so what's next? What are you going to do? And I just feel like, one, what I'm going to do or what I'm doing, I've been doing. Like, I've been building this business. But I think because it doesn't look like the way people expected it to look because I'm not going into a traditional office because I don't have traditional hours or mainly because I'm working behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. That's something that has always bothered me and not always, but especially recently has bothered me is because I think that there's this expectation that, or maybe not expectation, but a warped understanding that if you're working behind the scenes, you're not working as hard as the person that's the face of the organization. And in this case, it's my husband and I. We're the only two people that work. My husband is very front-facing. And I do, I would even say almost all of the, you know, behind-the-scenes work. And I work really, really hard. And I think because I have a platform, people are pushing for, well, you need to do brand deals. And you need to do all of those things. And I really struggled with that. And I really put... I remember that because you were really considering it. And maybe you'll go back to it, but there was that pressure to Mm -hmm. do it. I wasn't yeah. sure where it came yeah. from, but it came from people, you know, people's questions. And I think people who also don't really understand the social media, the business of the social media industry. Mm-hmm. It really just isn't pose for a picture and then move on. <laughs> it's all day shoots. You know, yeah. it's strategy. Like you can put money into content that doesn't make money. You know, there's organic content, there's sponsored content, there there's, you know, content that builds your brand. Like we don't make money off of these photo shoots. But it's just a way to add visibility. You know what I mean? So I think that it is something that I'm still struggling with. I'm not, I don't think it's something that I will continue to struggle with moving forward once I kind of figure out what it is that I want to do outside of everybody's opinion. Yeah. Because I'm not sure yet. I don't, I don't really know what I'm going to end up doing. And like we said in a previous episode, I'm just following whatever God tells me to do. And then for you specifically though because you're on social media people can comment I'm sure you don't you may not have time to read them all but I like read them all you do I so, do but then how do you filter the noise like how do you decide um 
you know, what is going to, what you're going to allow into your spirit, into your space and perhaps make decisions, but Mm -hmm. it might be, it might be a good suggestion. Like, how do you know? I think that it's a person I'm always doing like perspective shifts the way I look at it, even if they're not as helpful or not as kind, you know, comments, I still look at it as you took the time to click on my page, to go to a post, to go to a comment to say something. Mm -hmm. I hit you in some way, positive or negative. So I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I also know what I put out. You know what I mean? And if those comments are like that, I kind of take it as more of something that you need to get out because of whatever you're going through. I don't really internalize um, negative comments. I am often open to suggestions. Like I remember there were a few comments about people saying like, I want to see more of you. Like, I want to see more of your day. Cause I am scared <laughs> to be <laughs> scared is the wrong word. I am being on camera. Isn't as comfortable as I think it appears. She don't believe me. Look at her face. It's true She's though. She's such a natural. Just I was in the room it. like, I'm you don't, I bet you don't sound nervous right now. Hmm. But this is the thing. Just because you're good at something doesn't necessarily mean that you enjoy. No, I enjoy doing it. I also enjoy the thrill of things. I like going on, uh, um, what are they called? Roller coasters. Like, I like but the thrill of things, but. I get that. That yeah, was good. And it's just, it's not as comfortable, but I don't mind being pushed. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind doing things that aren't as uncomfortable if I feel like it's serving a purpose. Yeah. Like I'm not here because I always thought that I would have a podcast and I would, right. you know, I'm here because I feel like I'm called to be here. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if it were easy, if it were something that I, if it were easy, I wouldn't take it as seriously. Yeah. So I do take this, you know, mm-hmm. I take this seriously. Um, but yeah, I would say that like on social media, the negative comments, don't bother me okay. at all. And no one has said anything to me that I haven't already heard. So okay. I remember. Oh, tell transparent. me. Tell me, tell me. I might change my mind and say edit this out. But um, I remember when Mick, so our friend Mick mm-hmm. has this amazing balloon. She's decorating. So like she is amazing. So dope. Magnificent. Mm-hmm. And no, magic, moments, moments by, by Mick. Mick. That's mm-hmm. her because magnificent. Yeah. And yeah, don't follow me. That's her yeah, right. page. Leave her alone. <laughs> moments, but magical moments by Mick? No, just moments, moments by, Mick. by Mick. Yes. And Mick shared, I think it was something around his birthday. Yeah. Get torn around with mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Share people's children's names yeah. and all that. But it's his birthday. And she was being very transparent. Because it was fabulous. I mean, everything she does is fabulous. The one that was on the rooftop? But she was sharing the cost breakdown. Oh, oh, I remember that. Yeah, she was sharing the cost breakdown. And she's so kind mm-hmm. and graceful. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't play with her, though. She's the best. But some folks were... And what's so odd... If, this is, let me say this. Well, no, 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 let me just keep going. <laughs> okay, okay. So she shared the cost I breakdown remember so this that people post. understand what goes into mm-hmm. some of these mm-hmm. things. And I think it was maybe $10,000. I don't know. We're just going to throw out that number. And some folks were like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. It's good to know. Some were like, well, I hope he has um, a 529. The comments were nasty. Not all of them. Not all of them. And see, this is why, for me, it is really good that most of the time I don't have time. Because I had time. And when I have time, 
it is not always good. So one of the comments, I don't even think I shared this with her. But I don't know what's the, about to happen. Were you a mama bear right now? I want, yes. I'm, let me prepare myself. What but happened? privately, mm -hmm. one of the comments was so nasty that I reached out to the young lady to say. I don't know this. What you say, girl? I was very nice, mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. But I was just letting her know that some people are able to do these things because they've made certain decisions for themselves and their families. And if you would like to do the same, let's check. But she was so nasty. But she responded very kindly mm -hmm. to me. But so what did she say in the comment? Oh, she was. I mean, it was just like I bet. It, she was basically saying, "I bet he doesn't," or Ooh. "She didn't." It. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm just like. Okay, girl. Settle down. Yeah. But this is why it's good for me not to have time. I, I don't think you did anything wrong. I think, I think I'm, well, I'm happy that you did it. And I think some people need to hear that. Yeah. I think some people need to hear that. I think that I'm not even going to go into like Twitter fingers and, you know, like social media personalities, but like, if the message didn't hit you, maybe it's not for you. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. That is so, we, the fact that social media even exists. You can find your space. You can find a space that speaks to you. You can find a space where you aspire to be. And I just feel like there's such a negative connotation about social media because of those people. But I bet you there are so many people that's like, wow, I was too embarrassed to ask. I've been that person mm -hmm. that remember we did the uh, we got the party planner for the baby shower. Yes. And remember how hesitant I was. Yeah. And I think. For me, I was that person that would be embarrassed to ask, well, how much does this cost? I probably can't afford this. Mm -hmm. I probably can't do this, mm -hmm. so I'm not even going to ask. Mm -hmm. So I think that transparency that she showed and that a lot of people on social media show, it's also for people like me who may want to do these certain things and they just don't have the people or the courage to just ask. Yes. And yeah. I think it's totally okay for something to not be a cup of tea. For sure. Mm -hmm. And you have to filter out those opinions on social media, in your family, mm -hmm. at work, mm -hmm. in your girlfriend circles, mm -hmm. in the group chats. Everybody got an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody can tell you how to do it. They ain't never done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Girl. It's usually the person that has never done it that is telling you that you can't do it. That how you, you know? can't do it. How you know? You don't know. So <laughs> what... Actually, another question. I feel like I'm interviewing you right now. I love because, being interviewed. you know, this path that you have taken yeah. is so different from the rest of your, I know your family. So, mm -hmm. and when you, and because we're talking about like how to navigate like the different opinions, mm -hmm. when you said, not necessarily to your mom, when you said to your dad, like, I'm no longer going to, going to practice law in this way. I'm going to be a full-time content creator. Whoa, can we take a step back? Please. Huh. When you said to your mom and dad, here's a content creator, mm -hmm. were they like, what is this? <laughs> what do so you mean? What is this? You know, let me even take I mean, it a step she's also a, back. A licensed therapist. Yes. But I'm just saying, when you add that part. So I, when, <laughs> when we decided to do content, not become full time content creators, but just like put anything out in the internet, I ain't tell nobody. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I was. I don't know if scared was the word. Because when we met, you all weren't, you, I, I think Kira was, was posting, but. No, we were posting. Were you too? So we became big because of stuff on my page. And oh. then it got too big. I was like, you take it. <laughs> like, you take it. Um, But yeah, so we started doing 
we have this uh this YouTube series called The Sit Down Talk, and it is an honest talk about couples counseling, you know, everything that we learned in premarital counseling, our fights, you know, just the the entire cycle of our relationship. We put all our business out on the streets pretty much. And we started the sit down talk in 2018. So it became really big. We were doing videos, but nobody was really watching them. But then our engagement video went viral. And that's when people started, you know, watching. We started getting like thousands and thousands of views. So my parents didn't know what I was doing at all. So like they kind of looked at it as, oh, we see baby Emery on the internet. She's so cute, blah, blah, blah. Because we started doing um, day in the life vlogs first. So we weren't talking about our relationship. Once we started talking about a relationship and gaining momentum, um, I don't remember my mom having any strong opinions about it, but my dad did. And it was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you putting? And and it wasn't just him. It was a lot of people. You know, even some of my friends was like, why are you putting your business out there? And I think that, like, I think it's wrong to, like, stop yourself from doing things because of outside opinions. But I do think that it's helpful to at least hear what they are. And then you decide what you want to do with that. Mm -hmm. Because originally it wasn't all nice comments. It was just like, I would never share this about my life and blah, blah, blah. But that was actually the reason why we did it. I shared it because nobody talked to me about marriage. Nobody nobody even told me to go to premarital counseling. The only reason why we went is because we had an unplanned pregnancy during a time where our relationship was rocky and... I knew people had been in similar situations. I didn't know how they overcame some of the obstacles that they were in. And had I known that this was normal, one, I wouldn't have put as much pressure on myself. Mm. I wouldn't have been, I was kind of not disappointed in the sense that like I wanted this certain family unit and I didn't have it, but I was unhappy with things that everybody told me that I should be happy about. You know, like I was in a relationship with my child's father. We were working towards something, but I wasn't completely happy in the relationship. I still had a lot of resentment. And that kind of goes back to you complain to stuff to your friends. We're like, well, at least he's there. You know, at least he's faithful. At least he's helping. And it's like, I don't just want another body in the house. I don't just want, you know what I mean? I wanted a partner. I wanted a relationship. I wanted, you know, what we have now. You know, and I don't think that we would have been there had we not had those honest conversations. And like the biggest part about the sit down talk for me is now I can see myself. Now I can hear what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Now I can hold myself accountable. So even though the majority of the comments at that time was like, what are you doing? Like, you're not supposed to put your business out there. You're not supposed to let people in in your relationship. It actually helped my relationship. And I feel like the people that are still there from five years ago, it helped them too. Or else, I mean, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have grown to mm-hmm. where we are. So it's, so that's why I'm saying outside opinions don't bother me as much, but my father's did. <laughs> my father was just like, you know, he was embarrassed. Yeah. And I actually had a friend, we're not friends anymore, and she said that it embarrassed her. That me sharing, she was like, it's embarrassing. People are laughing at you. That's exactly what she said to me. I was like, let them laugh. I know. I'm like, who's laughing? I think you do. Yeah. I think you do. I mean, she's not in my life. No yeah. No, 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 But yeah. And I, and I was just like, in my mind perspective shift, I was like, I have never met anyone whose relationship that I admire or has given me good advice. Tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. 
So I'm sure that there are people that that think that what I'm doing, you know, is wrong, but I feel good about it. I feel like it's helped my relationship. I felt like it helped my friendships. It Mm -hmm. helped me as a mother. It's helped me as an individual. And I'm really speaking from the heart because nobody told me. And I feel like we need to share these stories. Absolutely. All the stories. So I don't know if that's a success story (laughs) about outside opinions, but, you know, we don't live on an island. Yeah. You know, like everybody, everybody's going to have an opinion. It's going to affect you in some way, whether you choose to filter it out or not. It's there. It's what you choose to do with it that I think. I don't know. If if the more you make decisions for yourself and trust those relying on those around you mm-hmm. that are really pouring into you you know how to feel you start to learn how to better filter out the noise that mm-hmm. comes with the negative you know the negative mm-hmm. opinions and all of those things yeah i presume <laughs> Listen, what, what do i know you know a lot are you kidding I know a little bit about a little bit. Uh, this was your you remember idea. Remember that from Bad Boys? I don't know a lot about a lot. I know a <laughs> yeah, little, little bit about a little, little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> what I was actually, my idea? Um, this. Oh, the oh yes. Yeah. I mean, I I just I don't know. I I feel like you know a lot. You know a lot more. This is what it is. We talked about like, you know, what motherhood has taught us. What life has taught us. Life in general is like we don't know anything, mm-hmm. but I feel like you surrender, mm-hmm. you follow your gut, and you. Move. There are things that we do know, and we can there, hold yeah, on. To. There and, are some things, that and there are things that feel good. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I think people a lot of the times we look at like external things as, and I'm I'm definitely one of these people. I seek external validation. I'm not. Oh, I feel like I have to bounce ideas off of. Now my wise counsel, but it wasn't always like that, bounce my ideas off of other people to validate my decisions. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm noticing, like, we always talk about, like, a moral compass that's internal, right? It's not just morality. It's just, like, the way of life. How are you going to live your life? What moves are you going to make? And I feel like, for me, it's, like, if, if in my gut I get this tingly, really excited feeling, I'm jumping at it. Mm-hmm. And I've recently started to do that, and it's helped me so much in like not having to I I still validation is a thing for me it's a constant thing that I talk about in therapy like it's just it's not something that I feel bad about Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. like there's something inside of me that seeks validation but understanding that it's like I might still be uncomfortable but whatever this tingling feeling inside of me is telling me to do I'll do anyway I'm going to just do it. I'm like, not everybody's going to like what I do, but I'm going to feel good about my decision. It's peaceful. It's so peaceful. I think, and that's that's how it should be. I mean, not saying that life is just always filled with complete peace. It's not. Yeah. (laughs) That is the the goal, the aspiration. But you can choose peace. Yeah. Did I learn that from you? I think I learned that from you. No, but that was good. I mean, that's how you live your life. We're going to just keep giving each other compliments. (laughs) Take the compliment. Take the compliment. And I'll take the compliment, too. We're growing. We're growing together. We're growing. Yeah, for sure. Was it you who taught me about wise counsel? Or could have been Michelle Obama? (laughs) (laughs) It could have been. I feel like I got it from her. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, we learn a lot from Michelle, honey. I mean, so, we don't we don't know her in real yeah, life, but, but she, I feel like she I in do. a room somewhere. Her yeah. spirit, the essence of Mrs. The Obama is in yeah. here. But I think it was her, and I think it's like the way that you live your life and the decisions that you make and the people that you take with you. Yeah. Like she has wise counsel. Those mm-hmm. are like her girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it's not just, I call you know, those wise. my backstage friends. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I guess we all have like a version of that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that so much. Those are the, like those who, you know, my innermost, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, I can be vulnerable. I can share. Even if I choose not to, yeah. I can. Do you feel I'm kind of going off topic, Mm -hmm. but do you feel like you've been in situations where outside opinions have actually propelled you further? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So one, I mean, I feel like you're excited to share. I'm so excited (laughs) to share. I'm glad you asked that. Mm -hmm. So one, uh, when I was at Bennett, it was, it was what should have been my senior year. Mm -hmm. And I had done internships every year. So even the year before going to Bennett, I did an internship and, and they were pretty good. I was a comp sci major. So they were, they were pretty mm-hmm. decent internships. Um, but I get to my senior year and my professor, Martha Hagler, my, one of my computer science teachers, she said, I know you're ready to go, but you need one more, you need one more strong internship. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it is time to go. Mm-hmm. Like, my student loans are mounting, lady. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do it. I prayed about it. I called one of my best friends, Maya. She prayed with me in the parking lot right outside of the computer science um, hall. Mm-hmm. Um, or it wasn't. It's the, like, science building. And, yeah, science building, whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so we prayed about it. And then she, Maya, she was like, no, do what feels peaceful and that's where this really started this whole peace thing this was my friend Maya and uh, and we were young I'm talking about peace I know like how would you like 20 <laughs> <laughs> but that was you know she was that was my spiritual like confidant and she had Wise been since I was a little girl mm-hmm. right and and we met in church and so um I prayed about it and I had so I was like all right you know I'm gonna interview and do that so I had three offers and one was, and so that was the first thing was she told me I needed to stay an extra year mm-hmm. and do a, a year. Yeah. And do a summer internship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, so that was the first thing, right. And that was the first outside opinion mm-hmm. in terms of where I would go from a career, from an education and career perspective. And so I, I did. And then, so I went through the interview process. I had three offers. One was in North Carolina, one was in New Jersey, and one was in D.C. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to either stay in North Carolina, I had an apartment, or I wanted to just be in D.C. I could just stay with my mom and do the internship. She said, you need to go to New Jersey. And I'm like, I don't know anything about New Jersey, and they want me to live on Rutgers campus. Like, New Brunswick. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) I don't want to go. She said, that's where you need to go. And I went, changed my life. You were in New Jersey. Yeah, I'm a Jersey girl, by the way, so I'm shocked. Yes, I know all about the jug handles what? and they pump your gas. Yeah, and all the things. That's what everybody says about <laughs> Yes, they pump your gas. Um, and it was it was one of the best summers. The relationships I built professionally during that time really helped propel my career. Oh my I still have those relationships. So 
I am so, I, it's so funny. I emailed her yesterday and told her that she changed my life. I was like, you telling me to do that. I did not want to do it. Mm -hmm. And she said some things that made me cry via email. But that was an outside opinion. And then my mentor, one of my mentors, Stephanie Moore, who has really helped me, like, from a career perspective, I just trust her. Mm -hmm. I trust, you know, how her leadership and her guidance. Uh, She's never steered me wrong. And then there are some outside opinions that, just do not matter. Yeah. Um, how do you, like, how do you know whose opinions? I, I just feel like it's such an easy question to ask. And there are some, like, sometimes it's obvious that you mm-hmm. shouldn't be listening to this person's mm-hmm. opinion. But is there a time where someone you know in your heart felt like that they were coming from a good place? But even even though it's positive, like, maybe not even positive, but even if it's coming from somebody who you trust, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to that. My mom. (laughs) But in, like, you know, with going Mm -hmm. the government route, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, do you sure you you want to breastfeed? Or why are you still breastfeeding? You know, there are things, people have good intentions. And I love that little lady. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a little lady. Yeah, she's a little lady. (laughs) But there are certain things that I'm doing that she cannot comprehend. Yeah. Um, But there are also, you know, I have. Some um, some spiritual advisors too. I love and respect, and some things that they share, um, or they that they want me to do. I'm like, I don't think I'm called to do that. Yeah. Um, and I just take it with a grain of salt, and I I put it in my pocket. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw it away. I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Who knows how it will show up later? And then there are some opinions, and I'm just going to say it, that just don't matter. Mm-hmm. And and some of those opinions come from family and friends, yeah. and they just don't matter. It doesn't mean that something else that they offer right. won't matter, but just in this particular, in this particular situation, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And I filter it based on the individual. Yeah, um, You taught me that. Yeah, And I am a, you know, it's the message and the messenger. Mm-hmm. And the delivery. Mm-hmm. And the that delivery. Yeah. Because I, you know, if my intention is not to hurt you, I'm not going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't have to say, I don't mean to be rude. Mm-hmm. I don't have to and say that. Because I'm not going to yep. be rude. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. If you don't mean to hurt my feelings, then your words are careful. You're speaking from your heart mm-hmm. where all the goodness will. Like, yeah, you're so, speaking from a place of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I filter it. Like, yeah. where is it coming from? And, and delivery matters. Yeah. Um, choose your words. I'm learning that. I'm learning. I never thought about delivery. I've always focused on who it came from. And I just feel mm. like that's, that's, I mean, you know, you know the ins and outs of everything that I've been going through, mm-hmm. but that that has been like maybe I do need to do a better job at fil- filtering it out because I do read all the comments, you know, on the internet. I read them all, and, and and I think it comes from a validating space. I'm not afraid to say that that's something that I need, but yeah, you're right. Everybody's opinion doesn't matter, and like I was telling you how the what's next conversation really bothers me, like really yeah. really bothers me. I think I'm ready to let it go. But, and can you imagine though, you know, even with our children, when when we talk about like how the delivery piece, like I have a mentoring program and it's not that these girls don't want to connect with their mom, it's the delivery. 
why are you yelling? Yeah. But I get it. Yeah. I get it. Work is a lot. Mm-hmm. Co-parenting, parenting, mm-hmm. being, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes your delivery isn't what you would like it to. You know, I get mm-hmm. it, but it matters. Yeah. It, and it matters in all of our relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, if I said, because, you know, I love you and I want the best for you and mm-hmm. your family. And if I said, so what's that? You know, what mm-hmm. are you thinking? I know you're enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. but you're kind of always looking... That would land differently. Yeah, even right now it does. Like, I don't see how you asking that is related to this at all. I was like, girl, what? Right, but it's yeah. like the delivery yes. matters. It really matters and where it's coming from. Yeah. It, it matters. And so I, but I, and I say that to say, I'll bring that, bring that up to say, that's how I filter the opinions. Yeah. Like, where is this person's heart on it? Mm-hmm. Even a stranger, because a stranger can pour into you yeah. and they can speak to you so, especially an old little lady oh, at church man. At, the, at the service. Yes. And they can speak to you so, even when she's checking you, mm-hmm. when that heart is in the right place. Or, you know, I remember in my church, you know, my pastor. Um, saying to the other gentlemen and the elders, like, don't ask the young men to take their hat off because y'all not doing mm-hmm. it right. Because mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of judgment. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So it it all it all matters. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's how I filter, or at least I tried to. <laughs> this was a read for me. This was a lesson. <laughs> no, for me. I mean, I I just, I think a lot more people are struggling with this than you think. And I think we talked about it a lot more just, just with social media and accessibility. People are at, like, are accessible from wherever. Mm. I can have somebody from middle of Timbuktu hit me up and say, I saw this and these are my thoughts. So I think in a way it is great to be able to reach out to a lot of mm-hmm. people, but to protect yourself and to protect protect your spirit i think yeah it's like a discernment it's a level of discernment oh i have another question yeah okay let's this is your interview okay because you you know you have to be on social media a lot Mm -hmm. it is your business you know it's my job do you ever need to take a break like i've heard of people and i've actually worked with some i get to coach women too and sometimes women take breaks from social media Mm -hmm. like full-on breaks and then they come back yeah or they might not ever come back like have you ever had to or thought about it i take breaks often I think I'm also in a very interesting part of my career where I don't have to be on social media every day. And I'm not. Like, mm. I, there are times, there are months where I've posted three times in the entire month. So I think for me, because I have that flexibility, I can pre-schedule my posts, batch mm. content, post it, and then dip. <laughs> That's actually what I still do. So what I do now is whenever I have like a scheduled post, I'll post it. I'll hang around for a couple of minutes just to make sure there are no troubleshooting issues. And then I'll come back to it later. You know what I mean? Or if it's something that, you know, I do share a lot of like emotional things, things about my children, things about like, you know, how I'm really feeling. I, in those cases, I don't check the comments, you know, immediately. Or if I see something blowing up and it's like something has a hundred comments, then I'll check to see what mm-hmm. the vibe is. But I think another thing is when it comes to social media, I don't really post based on what other people want. I post whatever I want. So, and that's, that's something that's like unique about my platform. Sometimes I say, you might see my kids all month because that's within my priority. You might not see them at, at all. all because, you know what I mean? I want to be present mm-hmm. with them or it could be relationship and marriage content heavy. Um, I, I do recognize that I'm in a unique situation, but I post whenever I feel like yeah. it and I post whatever I feel like posting. So you, my breaks are often. Do you ever feel any a sense of remorse for anything you post? 
No. Like, why did I post that? Okay. Um, n- remorse is too strong of a word. Oh, all right. So I never, I, I don't even regret. Mm-hmm. I. Because I guess you can always delete it. Yeah, you can, but I haven't. I've never yeah. deleted. I know people who delete things that they don't get a certain amount of likes. Oh I don't my. do, yeah, they do you that. You know, I know nothing of the world. Because so. of, I guess, because of the algorithm, okay. but I am very transparent. Maybe even too transparent. <laughs> but I, I, no, I don't, I can honestly say that I don't regret yeah. anything that I've posted. Everything that I've posted hasn't always had a positive, mm-hmm. like, like, for example, one of the, one of the, the, the feedback that I get, not often, but sometimes, is that, like, people will see, like, Karen and I's content together and be like, she clearly doesn't care what he says. Look at her face. So, like, I might, like, damn, Noemi, why you look like that? <laughs> but, <laughs> like, you do look like you don't care, but I know I don't care. Like, and I always tell Karen, like, sometimes I have resting I-D-G-A-F face. It's not that I don't care. I'm really just listening. Like, I, mm-hmm. that's, my listening face looks disinterested <laughs> sometimes, which you guys might see. I don't know. I don't know what my face looks like right now. So it's not really a regret, but it's, and it's, and it's not even something that I changed. It's just mm-hmm. something that I recognized about myself. Yeah. But if you watch enough of my, like, if I don't respect the, not respect, I don't harbor on the opinions of people who don't who I who who obviously don't know me and haven't seen enough of my content Mm -hmm. to have a judgment about what I'm saying because these are still sound bites in someone's entire it's still edited you know what I mean it's such a small blip in a huge ongoing conversation that like I kind of feel like you do have to have kind of tough skin when you're on the internet Got because it. things can be so misinterpreted. Yeah. But I'm not really pressed. Okay. I'm really not. Next. Go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, it's similar to what you asked me. Like, has anyone ever given you a piece of advice? And I'm sure there's probably pl- plenty, but any that you want to share that like really changed your life? And then have there been any where you were like, what are you talking about? No. Let me start with the second one. What are you talking about? No, because I feel like that's like very current. Just people trying to tell me what to do with my career. Like some people are really upset about me leaving the law. Like very upset. Like you worked so hard and blah, blah, blah. And I look at it twofold, right? On one hand, people are saying that because of the 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 financial situation that they think they think that I'm walking away from and I think the world tends to think that lawyers make so much money and it's like a super I mean it is a lucrative career but you work for every single dollar Mm. that you make and I think for me it was it was more about the time and my mental health like it's a very stressful you remember what it was like when I was working and like did somebody email me do I have to write an update do I have to do this and it's just like that's just stressful like I I don't mind getting paid less to to have more time you know to have freedom right and I think that you know that's one piece of it and then two it's just happiness Mm -hmm. like I think I'm starting to realize how short life is and how like you know, you're really not guaranteed an extra hour, you know yeah. what I mean, in life. And like, I just want to be in a position where, you know, I'm doing what I feel like I'm supposed to do. And I don't feel like law was something that I was supposed to do. Yeah. I, I feel like it was necessary. I don't regret the mm-hmm. career choice, mm-hmm. but I feel like I had to do that to get to where I'm going. 
um, and even where I am now. So I guess the answer to that is, I didn't really listen to them. Like that was, that was, that was, you know, cool. And something positive that somebody said, um, that I didn't follow. No, No, that you did. Like, oh, oh, yeah, that changed my life. Something that changed my life. It's so funny. I think when you think of that question, you think so much of the negative. Mm. Um, something positive that changed my life. I think, so it's twofold. One is you. And I feel like... Oh, I, <laughs> I always think... Okay, you know I okay, did fine, my own mascara. Fine, fine. She be crying, y'all. But I think um, it wasn't necessarily something that you said specifically, but it's just a feeling that you gave me. I think for a really long time... I didn't feel like I was a good friend. Like I, I've always struggled. Girl, hold it together. I, I, yeah, hold it together. Okay. <laughs> but my heart starting. I, I think I've always struggled. Not always, because I also tend to like over. I'm a drama queen. But at times, I've struggled in whether or not I've been a good friend because I didn't feel like that friendship was reciprocated. And I feel like with you. You know, I have my friends that I've known my whole life. You build those relationships over years. But with new people, I didn't always feel seen in friendship. You know, I felt like those friendships benefited them. But I didn't feel like with you, it's just like, why does she want to be my friend? (laughs) Like, like, what can I offer? And then like Mm -hmm. you just pouring into me the way that you have. But also, I don't feel like I'm something that you had to fix. Like, I feel like we're equals in this friendship. I feel like. I can depend on you for anything, girl. (laughs) I do. I feel like I can depend on you. I feel like you're a cheerleader in a way that I don't think I've ever had in a friendship. You and Mick, you know what I mean? I think both of you guys. (laughs) Um, And I think that's so important in like adult friendships is to have those people that, you know, you feel equal is the wrong word, but I just feel like, you know, you pour into me in a way that I don't, I don't know that I've ever had. So that's why I really, you know what I mean? Like, I really appreciate <laughs> I do. I appreciate you so much. But I think like you just telling me that I'm doing a good job. You know what I mean? You telling me that you admire me, you know, in the way that I'm a mother, you admiring me in my growth, you know, in my relationships. I don't know that a lot of people agree in the way that I prioritize my marriage and prioritize like my marriage specifically like I love my babies but I also love my boo and I want to really cultivate and pour into the relationship the same way that I do into motherhood and I haven't always gotten the best like push to that and you'll mm. be like girl I will take your you need to spend time with your man like y'all need to spend time Absolutely. with each other and I, I don't have any I never had anybody that really pushed Push me that. and then also was there like you need to do this so let me take the kids so you can do that you know what I mean so like that's been really really helpful and then on my mom's side I think that um her kind of telling pushing me to to uh kind of do my own thing not do my own thing as far as like a business but to take the time to figure out what I want to do Mm. yeah my mom has been really she's like you don't to figure it out but just try this and then try that and I if that doesn't it. work try that and for somebody who's like you got to be a doctor or a lawyer <laughs> to now be that you've taught her 
That's what she says all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she says all the time. So now she's learning how to parent you oh, man. in this stage. And it's changing her. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. We, we have such a great friendship. She drives me nuts. Mommy, I know you're watching. <laughs> you drive me crazy. Um, and she'll be the first one to say, like, we have such a strong relationship. But, like, the shelf life of how long we can be together in one spot is, like, I think three that's days. all of us. Max. Lord. Mm. max and even in those three days it's like uh. work days and those like eight hour days within those three days but I think um her advice she's changed her advice to what she would do to now knowing me what she thinks would serve me best even if it's something that she would never do I love that man I I that is the goal that I want to get to with Emery, specifically because she's five. Like, Sydney is still figuring herself out. <laughs> I have no idea who she's going to be, but I, actually, I have a very clear idea <laughs> of what she's going to be. They show you who they are, but I think with Emery, we can have different kinds of conversations. Yeah. It's a deeper, it's, a, yeah, it's such sure. a deeper relationship at yeah. this age. I remember I, I mentioned her on Instagram before, and somebody was like, I thought she was talking about a teenager this whole time. <laughs> she pretty much is. She has the emotional capacity, the emotional intelligence mm-hmm. of a teenager sometimes. Yeah, they're so you know, wise. It's because of us. Because mm-hmm. we cultivate and create that space yep. for them. We allow them to be. Yeah. Ready okay. to land this plane? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, how do you guys deal with outside opinions? And is it similar to the way that I thought about it? When I think about outside opinions, I always think about something negative to the point where I struggled yeah. to find like a positive you know, example, I'm really interested to see how that, you know, hits the heart for you guys. Likewise. Yeah. yeah. Happy Mother's Happy Day. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> we'll chat soon, guys. Bye. Bye.